Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is Make It Kind. M.I.P. With Massimella Mark Thompson. Make It Kind. Get woke. Ladies and gentlemen, as you know, at least once a week, we are, uh, as always, talking with African-American women in terms of when with black women. And that's that's very, very important. And so we've we're going to continue that today. Uh, Another sister, another queen, in fact, who has played an instrumental role in supporting uh, MVP, Madam Vice President, whom we hope to soon call Kamala Harris. She joins us from uh, South Carolina. She's an, an, an attorney with her own firm. Diaska Spencer joins us from Columbia, South Carolina. Diaska, how are you? Welcome to Make It Plain. I am doing well, Mark. Thank you so much for having me, a little girl from South Carolina on your show, <laughs> your big New York show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for being here. Where'd you, uh, where'd you go to college? Did you go to college in South Carolina too? Well, I, I'm a Southern girl, so I started my undergraduate studies at Spelman. So yes, I was there for one year, my first year of college, and I quickly realized um, I needed to transfer back home. I was having a ball in Atlanta, but <laughs> I found my way back home. And I completed, though, my HBCU experience in law school. I went to NCCU School of Law in Durham. To okay. finish my studies. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's that's great. Are are you a member of the Divine Nine too? I, I never pledged. Can you believe that? Yeah. Why not? Well, uh, I'm going to tell you something I don't typically tell folks. Okay. Uh, I I thought that I would pledge at Spelman. I didn't freshman year. Um, I transferred back home, obviously, and when I transferred back to USC. 
University of South Carolina, the deltas were suspended. So I decided, oh, well, if no delta, no, no pledge. So okay. Um, but but I'm grateful for my sisters that are AKAs and deltas and zetas and everything, and they embrace me um, even though I've I've not pledged. <laughs> so I guess your favorite uh, sister these days, your favorite AK would be Kamala Harris, wouldn't it? Well, unequivocally, absolutely. <laughs> that she certainly is. And, and we're going to stand with her whether or not we are AKAs and the Deltas are going to stand with her and everyone else because she deserves our support. She deserves the support of every sister. Yeah, indeed, indeed. So tell us how you got involved with her and the campaign. Were you an original supporter back when she was running for president, Diaska? Well, here's what I'll say. Kamala won me over. She won me over when she came to Charleston, South Carolina. Um, she was stumping at that time to become um, our Democratic nominee. And when I tell you she commanded the stage, wow, what a presence. Now, that's when she won me over. I had also seen her uh, here in South Carolina the summer before when she came into our convention with an entire marching band and all these people. And wow, what an entrance uh, she made. But but definitely, I think um, February of this year um, in Charleston, she just commanded the stage like no other. And yeah. just like we would expect a, a black woman to do it, she, she nailed it. And I knew she'd make a great president. Um, or in this case, vice president. So of course then she was your, of all of the um, uh, candidates who were being considered for the vice presidency, I, I guess she was your favorite, huh? She was in my top three. So Mark, I'm really, really, really honest, right? I really like Buttigieg. Hmm. I like Beto O'Rourke mm -hmm. and I like Senator Harris. Those were my three. And I, I, I really, really, I kept pulling for her, but all three of my top folks were knocked out. And so I kind of, I was adopted by Joe Biden. And I, I, I had my fingers crossed that he chose Senator, Senator Harris, obviously when he made statements that he was supporting black women on the bench and we should have black women doing certain things. So when he included her, in the list of folks that could potentially become vice president, I think that was another indicator that initially when I chose my top three, I chose well. And yeah. now seeing her on this ticket has just been amazing and, and encouraging, especially for those who are members of the court, like her and myself. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's right. You all share that. What, what We're officers of the court. Absolutely. What kind of, what kind of, uh, what kind of law does you, do you practice? Well, um, I, well, Senator Harris, I think she prosecuted, she served as AG. I am on the other side. I'm a civil litigator. So I have an injury practice across the Carolinas, North and South. I call both Carolinas home. Right. And one of my Carolinas is definitely a battleground state. And my other Carolina has this battle for this Senate seat, the, the Harrison Graham battle. It's, it is a real battle and we are fighting every day to help um, Harrison clinch that, that seat here. 
how's that looking, Diaska? Is is that looking pretty solid or, or what? You know, this is still South Carolina. We we understand South Carolina's tricky past, mm-hmm. um, but I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Uh, as an officer of the court, as a lawyer, I'm, I'm I interact with a lot of people, Mark. And many of those people that I interact with are Republican, some independents, um, and there are Democrats. And, and, and what I have learned is that people from all backgrounds, from all socioeconomic classes, they relate to Harrison. And that means that there's a chance. And where there's a chance, um, we got to hold on to that and, and hope that we pull this one out. Yeah, well, that's good. So are you suggesting then that some of the Republicans and independents you're associating with are also supporting Jamie? Have, have some, some- many, many of them, wow. many of them. You know, I think especially as lawyers, um, integrity, uh, honesty and, and being true to your word, those are critical values. And Lindsey Graham completely completely dissuaded a lot of folks by going back on his word. And 2016, he specifically said that there's no reason to swear in a Supreme Court justice so close to an election. And that's exactly what he's done. And not only has he participated in it, he's spearheaded it. And that means he, he's gone back on his word. He's gone on, he's gone back on the word, um, on his word, um, with South Carolinians on other matters, and we're not having it. We're tired of it. You know, you need to do what you say, um, and and that's just that. Yeah, yeah, and and be consistent about it as well. We hope Jamie can pull it out. As an attorney, do you have any anxieties about what might happen Tuesday night in terms of of Trump and the courts? Um, and now we've got this this new justice. Well, first of all, let's start there. Your thoughts about the confirmation of Amy Coney Barrett, attorney Spencer. Mark, I thought it was too fast, too furious. Judge Barrett, although a strong um, a strong lawyer in her own right, um, I understand her history having clerked. Um, she's, she's fantastic on paper, but I'm not sure that we should have changed the focus of the nation to judge Barrett when the nation is still battling a pandemic. There's, there are people that are without jobs. There are people that are starving. There are children that are not being properly educated. And this administration chose to push through a judge um, and, and, and my concern is this judge is one that may very well dismantle so much that, that we've managed to build post um, the civil rights movement. I mean, there's just, there's a lot on the ballot. And I hope, I anticipate, Mark, that will, you know, overcome even her confirmation Mm-hmm. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna need we're gonna need all hands on deck. We're gonna need senators and and Congress folks to to really bail out the Americans to help the people, and then we can turn to the issues that we have with the bench. Do you agree with those who feel, and I'm one who feels this way, 
that the court, sh- the Supreme Court should be expanded if Biden Harris win? I, you know, I've heard talk of expanding the court. I think that's certainly an option. I'm not sure that that's something that has to be done. I want to believe in justice and I want to believe that the nine members of our Supreme Court can administer justice fairly um, and that they can uphold the Constitution. Um, it's it's my hope, Mark, that um, the Affordable Care Act is upheld. That Affordable Care Act is protecting a lot of people, my clients included. And if we see this court um, do something drastic um, with the Affordable Care Act, striking it down or um, just determining that it's not legal, that's a problem, right? And I think at that point, um, I think Senator Harris is vice president and Joe Biden as president would have no choice but to expand the court to create balance. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, too, um, women's reproductive health is on the chopping block as well. That can't have that. I mean, that's just. <laughs> Mark, do I tell you guys what to do with your bodies? I, we don't tell men what they have to do. And I would prefer it if no one told me what I could and couldn't do with my body. I, sure. I would share a story with you. And, and, I, and I don't think I've shared this with anyone. With my, I have two sons. My oldest son, while I was pregnant with him, I had the worst pregnancy. And I had a two-day labor. I lost blood. I almost died, Mark. It was terrifying. Terrifying. With my second son, when I found out my husband and I had conceived, I was afraid. I was afraid for my life. Now, obviously, I have two sons, not one. So the child is here. But the trepidation and fear with nearly losing my life after the first child was a real thing when I found out we conceived. So it was a life or death decision that I made. And I decided that child would be here because I wanted him here, because I believed in that child. But that that decision was mine to make with my body because the risk, the risk was my risk. It was my life that could be on the line. Yeah. And I think that's, that's what some women face. Um, I think it's more serious in, in many cases where there's tubal pregnancies and, and other things. But, but the fear of giving birth is, it's a real thing. And I think we need to be careful of telling people whether or not they have to do something with their body because because their lives are also on the line. Yeah. I'm Danielle Moody. I'm Torre. Be sure to check out Democracy-ish, where we channel the frustration, rage, and absurdity leading up to the 2020 election from a Black and progressive perspective. New episodes available every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you stream your podcasts, as long as they're still an America. And, you know, thank God you all made it through that, and, and God bless your, your husband and your children. But now... Let's imagine the millions of women, because I'm sure you had health care and access to health care. Imagine the millions of women who might find themselves in your position or, as you said, worse. And they don't have access to prenatal care or, or, or prenatal visits. 
I mean, women see people. I, I think people have forgotten. I don't know how, but I know stupid men have, especially stupid white men. Diaska. A lot of women used to die mm -hmm. during pregnancy. That was not that unusual. Maybe even sixty, uh, maybe a little less than sixty years ago, that happened. And in other, and we know today, even in other undeveloped nations. That still happens when women don't have access to those things. So to me, when they do this, this is really about uh, harming the lives and threatening the very lives, the very existence of women. Mark, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. And we have to remember that while women as a group sometimes face losing their life after childbirth, we know black women especially um, are more susceptible to to, to losing their lives after childbirth, specifically as a result of preeclampsia and other conditions. I battled with preeclampsia uh, after my first son. That's what caused me to, to almost lose my life. And if not for two pints of blood um, and prayer, I, I probably wouldn't be here today. Mm. And it, it's really, men don't understand um, women's bodies and they don't understand childbirth the way we do. And so they need to just get out of our uterus. That'd be great. <laughs> Welcome to leave. No, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. And who else has been more articulate? When have we ever had a presidential or someone on the ticket talk about um, women's mortality the way Kamala Harris has. So, I mean, this has never been discussed discussed before by, well, first of all, there's never been a woman on a ticket in this way, but um, this is the first time we're hearing this on a major party ticket. And that's very important, isn't it? It, it certainly is. Having Senator Harris there, not only as an advocate for women, um, but an advocate for women of various backgrounds, of various ethnicities. She right. is someone that can relate with the number of Black women who lose their lives. She could also just relate as a woman. And I think her voice is necessary. We, we, need, to, we need to support Senator Harris. And I'm, I'm confident that she will hear all of us and she understands the importance of that health care that you mentioned just a few moments ago. If not, if we don't get proper care, um, prenatal care, it's just, it's very difficult to have a healthy birth. Um, hopefully the child is healthy, but women, we have to take care of our bodies and that costs money. So it doesn't make sense to me and so many others for Republicans to want to cut out health care and not expand Medicaid and, and then tell women, oh, you have to have these children. At some point, we've got to do things that make sense, right? And it's not sensible, um, you know, to ask folks to have babies and to not create a space for them to get really strong and really good health care. Um, with my first son, Mark, I was on Medicaid. I was young. Um, and I had a terrible experience. With my second son, I <laughs> saw so really good insurance. And... Um, I, I felt like a champ the day I, I gave birth. It's just bizarre. So there are levels to this. And I'd like to think that having Medicaid didn't impact 
my experience, but just in reflection, it did. And so we need to provide the best healthcare options available to everyone. The Affordable Care Act does that. Um, and, and we need that. We need that to, to stay in place. Um, Deaska Spencer with us, folks, attorney Deaska Spencer. Um, you, since you are raising black men, bless your heart. Um, what do you have to say to some of these brothers who are under the influence, um, of Kanye and Fiddy and Ice Cube on behalf of Donald Trump? He's, they're literally trying to pick off the black male vote or some percentage of it. Um, what do you say as, as a mother of two sons, what do you say to some of these young black men who are being confused and pulled into that? Well, I, I say to these young men, do not get enticed by the big bad wolf. We, we know the story. Um, ultimately, what this administration is doing um, and using people that look like us, they're trying to get these young men to think that Democrats are the big bad wolf, that they're responsible for that 1994 crime bill, that the Democrats have caused incarceration. Um, that's, that's an untruth, right? So I, I think that what we have to remember is in the 80s, what we saw was tragic. We saw women strung out on crack cocaine. We saw a lot of people dealing with this new HIV. And there was so much going on that our leaders had to do something. And so this was a, it was a step to, to deal with and to sort of curtail um, the crack pandemic, which I think was a pandemic. Um, but, but again, Mark, um, it, was a, it was a misstep. It wasn't the proper way to go about doing things. And we, we can make a mistake and correct them, right? I think that Democrats and, and Republicans alike can see that the school to prison pipeline is a real thing. Mm -hmm. that that school to prison pipeline impacts minority black males disproportionately. Um, and I think it's time that our young black men own that we're not going to point the finger at Democrats or, or, or whoever it was that was a senator that passed the bill, because ultimately the bill was being passed to protect the community. Um, it just wasn't a bill that, that, that did it. That, that had that effect. So um, young men, listen, if you were my son and if you were going in to vote on November 3rd or if you were voting early like so many others, I'd tell you, wait a minute, um, who's really on your side? Who is really trying to make sure that education is available for young African-American folks? Who's really trying to expand education in public schools and fund it? Who is trying to make sure that you guys are taken care of. And I don't think it's people like Donald Trump. I think he could care less. Uh, and I think we need to, to put people in the White House and in positions of power that that care more for you. Indeed, indeed. Attorney Spencer, make, we're a few days out, make the closing argument for people to get out to vote, uh, especially you all in South Carolina, 
All right, we can do this if you vote. Make the closing argument for pe argument for people to get out to vote for Jamie Harrison in South Carolina and for Biden and Harris all over the country. All right, let me just start with the top of the ticket. Listen, everybody out there under the sound of my voice, understand that this election, at this time, it's all on us. We cannot sit out this election. So many of us set out 2016 because we, we, we were worried about Hillary's emails. Those emails were a non-factor. They were a distraction. Young Black men, this entire 1994 crime bill is a distraction. It's a non-factor. We need to focus on what has this administration done for you in the past four years. If you look at it, we're seeing the wealth gap increase in the Black community. We're still seeing you guys gunned down on the streets. We're seeing a president who seems to think that police don't need to undergo any bias training. And we're having to deal with the repercussions of that. You are being killed. We are dying. Sitting out this election is not an option. We need to make sure that we build America back better. And to do that, we need to support the Biden-Harris ticket. Here locally in South Carolina, let me just say, South Carolina, I love you. I love you, girl. You are a strong, powerful woman, and you have been red for so long. But it is time for us to show our true colors because we are blue through and through. Support Jamie Harrison. Jamie Harrison will go to the United States Senate. He will protect us. He will not divert funds as Lindsey Graham has done. He would not say that you can't get an extra 600 bucks over his dead body. Can you believe that your senator, Senator Graham, didn't want you to get that extra $600 a week? Like, what is, the, what is 600 bucks? Every household. Every household since the pandemic began in March should have been getting $2,000 a month. This administration gave you $1,200. Do not be fooled. This is the election of our lifetime. Jamie Harrison is the candidate of our lifetime. Money has been put behind him because he deserves to represent the people of South Carolina. And we deserve him. Thank you, Mark. Well said. No, thank you. Attorney Diaska Spencer, so good to meet you. So good to have you on Make It Plain. Love to you, the family, your husband and those boys. Uh, how, old, how old are the boys? The boys are 12 and 18. Oh, that's, that's outstanding. Okay. Okay. Well, God bless you. Thank you for being on Win With Black Women. This is uh, our time, folks. And men, it's okay. It's time to let black women leave, whether you want to admit it or not. They've been doing it anyhow. If you don't know that, probably been in denial. So, uh, yes, brethren, uh, let's be about this uh, in 2020. Let's get our sister in the White House, elect Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. And if you live in South Carolina, definitely vote for Jamie Harris and get out and vote as early as you can. Thank you so much, attorney. Thank you, Mark. Take care. All right. Thank you. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. Please remember to listen, like, subscribe, and wherever you get your podcasts, please give the show a five-star rating. And please do spread the word. Let's all continue to pray for each other during this pandemic and this police-demic. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.